Thank you, honey. I think they're all lizards. Today we are here with our guest star, Julie. Um, also, as always, I'm Shayna. <laughs> I'm Layla. And I'm Caroline. We're back for part two. Woo! <laughs> God, we're always so awkward in the beginning. <laughs> it's like we literally never met before every single time. Because <laughs> I always get so flustered because we do our little like catch up, you know, right before, especially now that we're apart, we do our little catch up right before and then I get like a little bit nervous, right? When oh, we're recording. Yeah. It's like yeah. we're in the green room and then we go on stage. Mm -hmm. I get red. <laughs> Sounds like I just like pick Julie up off the street. Like, hey, how have the fans been since your first episode? Has it been like nonstop? The fans, yeah. Just paparazzi everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, every time we try to leave our house, it's just like, oh my God, I have to like put a bag over her head and everything, you know, like, like, totally. duck her into the car so people just. They can't, they, they can't get a shot, you know? That's why I'm wearing this hooded scarf. Yeah. <laughs> to conceal, conceal her identity at all times. Looking in the windows. Yeah, honestly. What? You know? To the window. This is what everyone's, <laughs> this is what everyone's been waiting for. So hopefully the fans will, you know, die down a little bit after this one. This much. It's so hard. You guys, the other day, it was Jackie Kennedy's birthday. And I had to, or, like, I mean, she's died, but I think she would have been, like, 91 or something. And I had to write a story for work of, like, 20 rare photos of Jackie Kennedy. Oh, my God. You should have, like, s sneakily, like, hyperlinked the episode of our podcast somewhere. <laughs> oh, my God. That would have been so great. It's like, click here to, <laughs> to see, like, like, how many people went to Jackie Kennedy's funeral. <laughs> And welcome back to Honey. I think they're all <laughs> That's how we get discovered, Caroline. And that's a that's a perfect way to like, you know, stop working at your job. I actually want to know a lot about her. So at the part where we start talking about her, you should take off. Yeah. Yeah, Jackie O. Did you guys watch the Natalie Portman movie of her? What? No. There's a Natalie Portman movie of her? Yeah, she plays her. I think it's called Jackie. It was fine. It wasn't very good. I wanted to watch it. Yeah. I just don't think they look alike enough. <laughs> I didn't, they don't look that any was like I it it bothered me throughout the whole movie how much they don't look alike. That like, I couldn't focus on wait, anything else. You know what movie I watched recently where the where the the person that they're trying to represent and the actress look they're they're like a fucking spinning image is um my week with Marilyn. Um Holy Michelle shit! Williams? Yeah, it's such that a good movie, like but also her. like just the same person. It's yeah. so. Who who is the actress? Michelle Williams. Oh. What else is she in again? Um. So much. Oh, weird. <laughs> she's the. She's. The. She has a kid with Heath Ledger. Oh what? No way. So hot. Yeah. And the daughter looks like exactly like Heath Ledger. It's creepy. Like oh, it. She's in um, Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've never seen that. Oh, what? You've never seen that? No. You're gonna like, slob your eyes out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's. Well, Michelle Williams 
if you're listening, know that you did really well in Wyoming because Maryland and also probably Brokeback Mountain. And if you want to be a guest star, just let us know. Anytime. <laughs> this week is Julie. Next week is Michelle Williams. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Julie's really hard to follow, but Michelle Williams, I oh, think, please. will be okay. Oh, please. <laughs> All right, folks. Um, shall we? Well, I have to um, let me, let me, since we're not doing like a specialty drink this week. Um, yeah, I know. Um, I'm doing, uh, I have a Heineken. Leela has some white wine and Caroline's drinking water. Um, I have water. For reference. So, so is Julie there. It's a, it's a dry spell. But, um, but I did get a little treat um, to thank Julie for her guest star-ness. Um, it no is way. Ben and Jerry's non-dairy chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream. Oh my God, you're the shit. Gina. I learned I learned I learned this this past weekend all of Julie's favorite everything's because we spent ten hours practically in the car together. Um and, and that's just the car. And that was just, that was just the car, yeah. <laughs> ten hours was like fifteen. So you don't, I learned you don't, her favorite her favorite Julie, it's from all of us. We planned it too. Yeah. Oh my god, you guys are so sweet. That's why I asked what your favorite ice cream was, because Layla and Caroline were like <laughs> we, need her, we need to get her ice cream. It's just uh, fucking melted as hell. Yeah. Julie just took an inaugural sip. Here you go, Caroline. <laughs> this is what it looks like. Cut out. Yeah, I just feel super masculine today. That's why I'm sitting it's with like, my arm. Like, my You're wearing a Mets shirt. Like. <laughs> yeah, I just don't feel very like girly cute. I just feel like now that I don't, like, go to work and I don't have to care about how I look, I forget that I can, like, dress cute and, like, put on makeup because I don't ever do it anymore. And then when I do, I'm like, wow, this feels, like, wrong and not like me, you know? Yeah. What do you think? How I've been sitting and, like, reacting and talking today, I just feel like like 12-year-old boy. (laughs) That's how I feel every day. (laughs) It feels really good. That's why I feel good all the time. <laughs> you just are a 12 year old boy. any problems. Because she's actually a 12 year old boy. <laughs> yeah, it feels good though. Oh, wait, we should tell the lizards about our bonus episode. Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. We just had an idea that we're going to do a little bonus episode in the future. And we're just going to talk unfiltered. For like an hour minimum, and do a tell all, and proceeds will go to charity, and you can anonymously donate to listen. Can I come? You have some. Can I be the guest? Of course, Julie, you can be the I guest. Can be there. You can ask us the really intense questions. That sounds you know? really fun. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, we could bring in old guests. Like, to like un- a ten-minute oh. segment. That sounds so awkward. Okay, just Julie. Julie asks good questions. She'll she'll make us cringe for sure. Okay, but the idea is that it would be like a five dollar donation to the charity of our choice, and then you can listen to our recorded talk where we are a little bit more unfiltered than we are on this podcast because this is distributed publicly. So if you're interested in like our lives and 
which we know <laughs> you are. Which we know you are. <laughs> Since we know you must be. This is a great opportunity to listen. Yeah, Michelle Williams, we're talking to you. <laughs> so you get all she our secrets. She does. She really does. Just just in case. I'm just sorry. in case. I feel. Heineken. I feel like everyone's been drinking Heineken these days. Ew. In my I don't like I don't I don't buy it. This is just like you understand how I feel about Heineken. I hate it so much. I actually it's I think the one thing I wouldn't drink if someone gave it to me. Are you serious? I yeah. would I would I would take it, but when I was um like a freshman in high school, I was in Amsterdam and my parents took me and my younger sister on a tour of the Heineken Museum. What? And Heineken factory and like ever since then I was like, Heineken's my favorite beer. Like I just like latched onto that until in college I discovered like it tastes like living, breathing shit. And I was like <laughs> Everyone hiking with okay. my favorite beer. Um, okay, we're back. So should I give a little recap? <clears throat> yeah, yes, please. Well, last week we just went over the events of the assassination, starting from the shooting and then going all the way until 2017. And then a little bit of a... I said a little bit about Sarah Hughes, who became federal judge underneath Lyndon B. Johnson. You said Sarah Hughes. I thought you said Syracuse. But in a really, really, really weird way. Sarah Hughes. Syracuse. 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 Federal. How do you say it? Federal. How do you two say it? Federal. Federal. What? Federal. She says federal. Oh. Federal. It's so cute. It's like you're from London. Okay. All right. Uh, I was talking about somebody, uh, a deaf man who was trying to sign to police about what he saw and he was disregarded. Well, I looked it up in more detail. And so his name is Ed Hoffman and he saw a man with a rifle moments after the shot. And um, he claimed that the man had black pants and an overcoat and gave the rifle to a railroad worker. And then right after he saw that, he immediately tried to tell the Secret Service, but the Secret Service threatened him with a machine gun. And then he went to the police, and the police dismissed him. Then he left a note with the FBI, but they never got back to him. And this man's father didn't want him to get involved, so then he didn't do any further reaching out. And then the FBI allegedly told Ed Hoffman to keep quiet or he might get killed. That's what he told me. Oh, my God. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So that was just another example of witness intimidation. And then um, I also was saying that Jacqueline Kennedy didn't speak or go on anything public for 10 years, and that's not true. <laughs> just a lie. <laughs> Caroline probably knows. Yeah, she... Well, she did go silent for a little, but then um, she got remarried, like, six or eight years after. Damn. I thought it was, like, a year or two. You told me it was, like, a year or two. It was. <laughs> oh, wait. Was it? God probably knows. It was. She got remarried in 1968, I think. And JFK was assassinated in 63. Mm. Yeah, that's still... 
pretty soon. Really recent. Yeah. Yeah. Shame on Jacqueline Kennedy. Yeah, I was just reading on her, and um, she was uh, she just did a lot of. She didn't like go on public in public or make any speech or anything, but she was seen on TV like going to the to the grave and and thanking everybody for all the messages and whatnot. But she never said anything really. It sounded like. And then another thing that I was confused about didn't make a public statement about I don't know, she didn't marrying someone else or no, she just went off the grid. Yeah, off the dead. grid. She, I think she was like televised or in public a couple times throughout the years before she was remarried. But then she remarried and moved in with. Oh, I don't know his name. Do you know his name, Caroline? Model O Oenosis or something. But but Julie's right. She. She made, like, one or two statements, like, thanking people for sending letters and stuff. And then, apparently, her her when she got remarried, it, like, shocked the entire world. Like, no one saw it coming, and everyone was, like, really heartbroken. Wow. Yeah. And then the weird part is, like, she was a pretty big celebrity. She was a big fashion icon and whatnot, and on TV all the time. And then after the death, she just wasn't. She just went away. Went rogue. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, another thing that I was confused about was the, how the motorcade route changed. And that just happened apparently moments before. And the motorcade was supposed to go down Main Street, but it changed to Elm Street to make the perfect triangle for the shooters. Nightmare on Elm Street. <gasps> <gasps> so that's what the motorcade change was. And it's just kind of weird that it was moments before. And <laughs> I can see Layla's face. Oh my god. Shut up. <laughs> that has nothing to do with it. Layla's so what? annoying. What, Nightmare on Elm Street? No, I don't think so. But we'll put a link. We'll put wow, a link. Layla. We'll put a link on Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> You're like sitting in the dark. <laughs> okay, keep going. Sorry. <laughs> no worries. Nightmare on Elm Street was made in 1984. What is that? What does that mean? <laughs> 20 years later-ish. Yeah, but like, it well, could be a significant, it could be a significant title. Like, it could be named after something about this. You never know. Yeah. I thought you said 19, <laughs> I thought you said Nightmare on Elm Street was my 1984. <laughs> what is Things. We'll put that in the other episode, like the, the secret episode or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go into detail on that. <laughs> what is that? Caroline has a little um sweet. I mean, we can get more into this than that. We'll go into it later. We don't yeah. need to Yeah. Continue. Continue. Okay, so uh, let's just, uh, brief through some of these conspiracies that are out there. So, Woo! first conspiracy is the alleged witness intimidation. And, uh, witnesses reported being intimidated by the FBI to change their stories. Several assassination eyewitnesses says the Warren Commission interviewers repeatedly cut short or stifled any comments, casting doubt that Oswald acted alone. The Texas Book Depository employee Joe Molino 
was intimidated by authorities and lost his job soon after the assassination. And he saw Oswald, apparently, on the second floor of the Texas Book Depository <clears throat> after the shooting. But it was like, times were all messed up. And his times don't line up with the times of the shooting. But he wasn't, nobody believed him and then he lost his job and then he was never asked again. Mm. And then Ed Hoffman. Uh, the, so um, this, this is basically just like, they're intimidating witnesses to not like give any evidence why? Yeah, or witnesses come and say that they saw this or heard this, and then they're not recorded, they're not believed, they're cut short, they're interrupted, they're intimidated by saying, like, we're going to kill you if you keep saying this stuff, or just really not believed. <clears throat> but is that in order to frame, like, the FBI decides on one person that they think is guilty and so they intimidate other witnesses so that it lines up with like the FBI story. Exactly, yeah. And a lot of witnesses would say one thing and then two weeks later would say something completely different. Which is weird. Like gotcha. Yeah, so uh, oh, all everybody's cameras were taken away right after the assassination. Like FBI and the CIA went around and that's so creepy. Can you except except that Bruder film. Except the Zap Bruder recording. Yeah. Why'd they let that one go? The person didn't give it up. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Were they, like, prosecuted? Or, or they, they just gave up? They went around and they were like, everybody give up your cameras. We need it for investigation. And then their cameras were never given back. That's fucked up. Yeah. And then, except for the one person that didn't give up their camera. Dude, that's literally, like what happens all the time, I think. (laughs) (laughs) You hear about that every day, you know. It gives me, like, like, shivers through my body. But for the guy that that didn't give up his camera, did they, did he, like, go to jail, or were they just like, okay? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, everybody else, I I don't know if, if it was mandatory that people give up their cameras, or they just did, because they were like, okay, Authorities asking for my camera. I would would do it, probably. Yeah. You know, not because I respect the police, but just because I'd be like, oh, yeah, like, totally, like, whatever could help, you know? Yeah. But then you realize that it's actually being used for the wrong cause, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Sheena, now we have a soundbite of you saying, I respect the police. No, no, I said I don't respect the police. Take out don't. Edit that.
I'm not sure where she was going or where she's coming from, but she's getting escorted from a police officer going, maybe going to Dallas. And, and then on the way she was saying, the police officer asked like, why are you going to Dallas? And then she said, I'm going to get money, pick up my son and shoot the president. What? Oh my God. Yeah. And then like a week after JFK was assassinated, she was hit by a car on the freeway. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh my God. died. Wait, was she in another car? Um, no, she was walking. What? Did someone hit her in another car? Yeah, somebody hit her. Hit her. So, a week (laughs) before JFK is killed, she's like, JFK is going to be killed. And then she goes to Dallas, and she's like, all right, I'm going to kill JFK. And then a week later, she dies. That's so sketch central. Yeah, just talking to me. Drank a closed, tried to drink a closed beer. <laughs> <laughs> the anticipation is building. So yeah. there's also Joseph Miltier, who 13 days before JFK's death called. He also called the White House. I don't know how you call the White House. You just look up the phone number on Google and you press call. <laughs> no, you actually can call the White House. <laughs> I should know. I sent a le- I sent a letter to Obama. Back in the days. Yeah, I sent Obama my bat mitzvah invitation. Really? <laughs> it was like a thing back then. Oh my god, <laughs> Caroline! <laughs> so anyway, carry on, Julie. So and then Joseph Miltier, 13 days before the death, called and announced it. Announced the death. Yep, he said it, the death of Kennedy was in the making and. They're going to, I don't know who they are, but they're going to throw off the public by picking up somebody else. Huh. It's kind of insane that the White House got three separate calls saying JFK is going to be assassinated. He died a couple weeks later because his air conditioning blew up in his house. What? (laughs) These deaths are all insane. (laughs) What the fuck? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Like insane. Yeah, that doesn't happen. Yeah, it doesn't happen. People's air conditioning don't blow up. (laughs) I need to know why. I need to know why. And then there was Lee Bowers, who was operating Union Terminals, a Union Terminals company, uh, which is a two-story interlocking tower looking over the parking lot of the Grassy Knoll. And he heard the shots coming from the depository and the Grassy Knoll. But then was later on... A couple weeks, or a couple days after he claimed that, he said that maybe it was just an echo. Hmm, suspicious. But he was very sure that there was multiple shots coming from different places. So there's, like, a lot of suppression of evidence. There's ignored testimonies of multiple people who saw smoke from the grassy knoll. Seven people, to be exact. Hmm. And all of the confiscated film and, and photography... And the withheld documents, including the autopsy. So none of those are for the public. And all of those have been suppressed. And not talked about. Hmm. 
And then there's this whole fabrication of evidence. There were two, there's this two rifle issue. The one that was found and the one that was said to have killed him are different. Um, the Warren Commission said that the shots were from Oswald and that he used a 6.5 millimeter Manlicher Carcano rifle. I don't know much about rifles, but it's a different gun than the first identified 7.65 Mauser, which was identified by Deputy Sheriff Boone. And sheriffs know their guns. You know, like, I know one thing about sheriffs. They know their guns. Know their guns. Especially in Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the rifle that was found and the one that So the so Sheriff Boone, Deputy Sheriff Boone found a 7.65 Mauser rifle in the Texas School Book Depository. Mm-hmm. But the Warren Commission said that the shots came from a 6.5 millimeter Manlicher oh, okay. yeah, yeah, Carcano yeah, yeah. rifle. Okay. So they just don't match up. Yeah. And then there's this whole magic bullet which went through Kennedy and landed in Governor Connolly. And it was missing too little mass to account for the total weight of the bullet fragments that would make up for the Manlicher Carcano. Wait, pause. Layla's gone. I am. Oh no. Where are you? Oh, you can see her still? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. I I thought thought you disappeared. Okay, unpause. Wait, now she's gone. No, I turned my video off in case my Wi-Fi is weird. My headshot is super creepy. Don't look at it. (laughs) Very cute. It's very cute. You're professional. You do. (laughs) Now is it just my path? We look creepy. Yeah, we do. dark and like sweaty it's yeah. really hot it's like re- are you hot no i mean kind of but why i kind of like so it. hot i'm sweaty <laughs> but grace told me to get used to the sweat and that's why? how you that's how you adjust to no she told me this in june she said get just get used to sweating and you'll adjust the heat just fine and i was like okay okay, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm cool with sweating yeah sweating is great if you're okay with sweating then he's fine okay sorry sorry anyways anyways <laughs> um so yeah the magic bullet that went through and the fragments that were missing don't add up to the rifle that the Warren Commission claims is what shot him. Okay. I don't. It it probably adds up to the Mauser that the sheriff found. Okay. So then there's also the conspiracy of the multiple gunmen, which is kind of what we've been talking about this whole time. There's the shot from the grassy knoll, which is like a little just like grass patch behind a fence near the the motorcade. And also Oswald was in the military and it is a well-known fact that he's a terrible shot. Really? Yep. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, so there's a shot in the back of Kennedy's neck and the Zabrudish film shows four shots really and there's allegedly two shots or three shots three shots who who says allegedly that there are three shots warren commission okay okay Nellie connelly so that's governor connelly's wife said that her husband was hit by one kennedy was hit by two and one missed and she's right next to him really yeah she's next to him in the vehicle 
Oh my god. Oh. Yeah, or or next like I think she was out of the vehicle but next to him, like near the vehicle when it happened. Mm-hmm. And like we've been talking about multiple witnesses identified shots from the grassy knoll. Fifty one people said wow. they, wait, fifty one percent. Wait. What is that number? Either way, still <laughs> so sketchy. It's just I weird. One percent of Americans say that they believe in the grassy knoll shooter. Huh. It's a pretty. And there's like six. It's sixty-two percent of Americans believe that there is a conspiracy behind. Which also, if you watch the Zapruder film, when the fatal shot was fired, the president's head moves back into the left, indicating that the shot came from the front and to the right, which is where the grassy knoll was. Oh really? Yeah. And where was where was Oswald supposed to be? Above in the sixth floor of the Texas oh. School Book Depository. So it's like he's behind. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. So That's if he like... was to shoot, it wouldn't. You wouldn't move back. Yeah. Yeah. Make no sense. Not up. And then there's some acoustical evidence from a police microphone of multiple shots coming from different directions, but. The cop claims, if it was my mic, why didn't it make motorcycle sounds or sirens when I took off for the hospital? So, I don't know. It's kind of like, that's kind of hard to go by. Hmm. Because there's no other indication that that came from his mic. (laughs) Interesting, interesting. Okay, so there's also... um, the medical evidence is all awry. Doctors who were on... Good word. <laughs> <laughs> the first good word I've used. No, there have been a few, but, you know, this is the first one. One many. I love the word awry. There's just no highlight. Um, so there's medical evidence. The doctors who were on JFK reported that the medical reports and photos do not match the autopsy. So when he first went to the hospital, doctors took a bunch of pictures and saw him. And the autopsy does not match those pictures. What? So people think that, like, during the autopsy day, or before the autopsy, or the pictures from the autopsy were mangled with, like, somebody put maybe a different, like, there's, like, a bunch of makeup on him. Mm-hmm. And, like, maybe a different brain. Maybe some fake shots and wounds. Wait, so the pictures of the autopsy... Wait, let me just make sure that I get all of this. The pictures of the autopsy are different than what they reported the autopsy to be? Well, no, the doctors came forward and said the pictures from the autopsy don't match what we saw. So they changed. You didn't see at the crime scene? When he was brought to the hospital, the doctors who, like the first responders, don't match. So, like, the pictures of the autopsy basically were fabricated? Yeah. Okay. They don't, yeah. And that's coming from the doctors who saw him right away, right after the shot so it could have been like that that's so weird yeah i mean that's like proof right there this is a conspiracy like yeah that something is being hidden a hundred percent or else like what's the point of doing that something is why do they feel the need to hide something if the supposed suspect is dead isn't oswald dead what isn't he wasn't he shot dead yes so yeah, like, so the doctors claim that the wound in the autopsy was too low on his neck and that they changed his, like, how his brains were all 
messed up from the shot. Like it doesn't look. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh. <laughs> so there's also another kind of thing that adds to all this being a lie is um the timing is all messed up. Like Tippett's murder, who was the cop that Oswald shot, should have hap- or could have happened earlier than reported. The Warren Commission says that the shooting happened at 116. But the cop who used or the person who went and used the radio in Tippett's car, whose name was Domingo Bonavides, states that he didn't approach the car until minutes after the shooting because he was afraid the gunman was still around, and he reached the radio at 1.10. But the time of the shooting was 1.16, according to the Warren Commission. Well, that's just not how time works. (laughs) (laughs) And (laughs) I'm a scientist. (laughs) He was assisted by the witness, T.F. Bowley, who said that by the time he arrived to help, several witnesses were at the scene, and this was at 1.10. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's like so in your face. People are hiding hella shit. Yeah, and then there's also the Umbrella Man conspiracy. Have you heard of this? No. There, there was this man. It was a very bright, sunny, beautiful day. Everybody was wearing shorts and dresses. And there's one man who's in a long trench coat oh. and black pants, and he has an umbrella. And it's some people think that there was a a rifle or some way to, sh- to shoot a shot from his umbrella. And he's right next to the car. Interesting. And yeah, then- that's, that's where I would always get down, like, the rabbit hole when I would start researching this conspiracy. It would always be starting with the umbrella man. Yeah. yeah. The umbrella man. I've never heard of that. I know. I just knew, like, How weird is that? There's, like, pictures of him. Everyone, yeah, is wearing summer clothes, and he's wearing a trench coat and has this, like, black umbrella. And it's, like, that's... And also, like, regardless, it's so spooky. Spooky, exactly. We'll post some. We'll definitely post a picture. Yeah. I'm making a note right now. Yeah. So are we. Yeah. He opened the umbrella on the sunny day, and he was the closest bystander. JFK. Really? When JFK was struck by a bullet. As as Kennedy's limousine, I'm just reading off Wikipedia. When Kennedy's limousine approached, the man opened up the umbrella high above his head, then spun or panned the umbrella from east to west as the president passed by him. In the aftermath of the assassination, the umbrella man sat down on the sidewalk next to another man before getting up and walking towards the Texas School Book Depository. Weird. So, like, and they definitely had that technology back then. Like, technology. Like, oh, to like, rig an yeah, umbrella. Yeah. Like, so, what do you? Enough to rig an umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm freaked out by military technology. I feel like it's way more advanced than what is accessible to the public. Yeah. You know, and like 1960s is probably like they're using technology that we're allowed to use today. Maybe. Totally. <laughs> Weird. I listened to this podcast once and they interviewed this girl who worked for the CIA and she said well this was around the Cold War time but 
She said they would watch James Bond movies and take notes and be like, we need to create that technology and then make stuff basically just like they would like make stuff invented by like Hollywood, basically not the other way around. So it was like Hollywood predicted things and then the CIA copied it. Yeah, that's kind of what happened with um, like, I mean, not uh, not exactly what happened, but like Star Star Trek, like kind of like predicted DVDs. Yeah. Yeah, and it's weird because you watch it and you're like, they were so right, but it's like, no, society, like, just took total inspiration from that. Yeah. So what are, what, do you have, do you know anything about, like, why these, like, why, why hiding the, what, what, let me gather my thoughts, like, why, why the suppression of evidence? Like, why why the multiple gunmen theory? Who are the multiple gunmen? Um, who is the umbrella man? Like, is there, like, stuff behind that? Well, people don't know who the, who the gunmen are. There's been speculations and people have been questioned, but nobody has been found out. But I think there are people working for the CIA, and, you know, we're supposed to trust the CIA. So that's why they don't want to, like, go in further into that because they're probably agents. Ooh. I mean, that's the conspiracy is that the government was all behind it. Mm-hmm. So. But why would the government be behind it? I don't know. Hmm. Maybe they were oh, working for LBJ. What? Maybe they were working for LBJ. Yeah, they were working for LBJ. Yeah, maybe they're racist. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do we or, know who killed Oswald? The um, political agenda that JFK was about. Yeah, so, like anti-science maybe, because he was like very pro. Like he was the moon landing president, wasn't he? Yeah. 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 The Kennedy family is like crazy cursed, though. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. That's a whole other episode. <laughs> I don't even know. Oh, I want to know right now. I don't even really know much about that. I just know that there's, like, supposedly a curse, but I don't know anything about the rest of the Weird deaths. Well, did they give somebody in the Kennedy family a frontal lobotomy? What? Yeah. Probably. I'm I'm not sure. Did did they give someone in the Kennedy family a full lobotomy? What's that? lobotomy? Rosemary Kennedy. It's, It's when, it's like a, it's when, like, you're alive and they they basically, yeah. like, take right. out part of your brain. So JFK's, right? yeah, JFK's daughter, they, like, go up with, like, a little rod and they, like, mash up your frontal lobe. It's how they, they used to think that it was, like, helping patients with mental illness. Like, they used to think that that would, like, cure stuff, like, cure mental illness. And then now it is, now it is not an accepted practice. <laughs> Have you read One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? No. Yeah. yeah. Remember, yeah. remember he gets a frontal lobotomy at the end? Yeah, nope. yeah. Who's John Kennedy's sister? I don't know what her like why, but the, it, it failed and she died. Oh boy, she was 23. Oh, because she had seizures and mood swings. Oh, she didn't die, it left her permanently incapacitated and rendering her unable to speak intelligibly, which is like kind of the goal. With the frontal lobotomy. It's, like, yeah. for people who are very unruly and 
Mm. Yeah, it was awful that people used to do this for so many years. Like, you would literally just, if you had some sort of mental illness, especially if you, like, were someone that acted out because of your mental illness, they would, like, literally scramble your brains so that you would be not annoying to them. Pretty much. So fucked. And the truth about her situation and whereabouts were kept secret. I don't know. There's just, like, so much drama with the Kennedys that are, that nobody knows. It's just weird. So much drama. Like, two of them died in a plane crash. Mm-hmm. One of them Unexpected was having death. an affair, I, or yeah. a supposed affair, and, like, drove off a bridge and killed that woman. And there's, oh. like, there's, like, this... So, right after JFK's assassination, Jacqueline Kennedy made, um, or it was decided that Robert Kennedy was going to be the surrogate father to her children. Because he was, quote, the least like the Kennedy's, JFK's father, Mr. Kennedy. Why is that? Why would they want someone who's least like the father to be the surrogate father? I don't know. And, like, why would they do that anyways? Do what? Yeah. What is that? And then she goes and marries somebody else. Yeah, that's strange. How many kids do they have? They had, Jackie Kennedy had one son that died in, like, childbirth, which cursed. And then Rob <laughs> Kennedy, he's dead, died in a plane crash. And Caroline Kennedy is dead. Or no, she's alive? What? Children? These are children? Yeah, is Caroline Kennedy alive? She might be. Oh, Are you Caroline Kennedy? <gasps> there's a Caroline Kennedy among all. Maybe there's a Caroline Kennedy in this all. This is a big reveal. Caroline Fox. But anyways, actually, Caroline. Uh, Caroline Kennedy is alive, and she's oh, five three. Oh, she's super small. Oh, John Kennedy was the son, and he died. Fun fact: He was in one of my dad's classes at NYU. Whoa! Did I went to NYU? Fancy boy. Well, but, yeah, those are those are the conspiracies I have. OMG! It's kind of a lot to take it's in. It's so much. Yeah, thank you for summing all that up. What do you, what do you believe? Like, what what has your attention the most? And 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 of that conspiracy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you, you just I'll I'll let you take it. Away. <laughs> um. And I'll, I'll want to tell you what I, what I, think, I think it was too. all planned. I mean, I think it's really weird that people called in, like, a couple weeks before. I think it's weird that there were that those people ended up dead. And, you know, people work for the CIA that you wouldn't expect. CIA, like, breeds monsters. <laughs> you know, like, they, like, take them and, and make them think that, I don't know, people in higher power who they want to eventually target are very bad or like manipulative or corrupt. Mm-hmm. And then these people just grow up thinking that and they're just kind of like pawns to the CIA. This is what I think anyways. Mm-hmm. And then there's kind of like normal on the street people, but they're getting constantly, I don't know, interrogated by the CIA and then, they do these tasks for them because there's just normal people. I mean, they won't get caught. Interesting. So I think that it was all planned and the CIA was behind it, but I think they were normal people who were working for the CIA. Oh, really? 
what do you have an any idea of why the CIA is doing this? What they would what why they would kill him and try to cover it up? I don't know. I mean something maybe with LBJ? You know, like maybe he had a hand in everything and maybe like said that he would maybe there's some incentive from him. Like I don't know. Do you think they were like do you think it could have been was was JFK a Democrat or Republican? He was Republican, right? JFK? Yeah. He's Democrat. Oh. Do you think it could have been that like the CIA was just like not about his policies? Yeah, I mean, I think that I think there's a lot to do with race. I mean, the one guy, Lee Bowers, or no, Joseph Miltier who called and said that the death of JFK was in the making and that they were going to blame somebody else for it and target somebody else is also a member of a racist rights association. Of a what? Racist rights association. Really? It was a thing, I guess. Whoa. Yeah. So I don't know if there's some kind of underground racist rights association, which is awful. That like Or if there was back then. Huh. And then they're all working together to, I don't know, you know, kill Kennedy so that nothing would be pushed forward in that realm. Yeah, was he, he was the president during, like, the civil rights movement, right? Yeah, in the 60s. Yeah. And stuff like integration and stuff. Mm-hmm. It seems like it was highly political, like, it... it it seems like the government was trying to cover up someone killing him. And why would they cover up something like that? Because they want their agenda promoted. And people think that the, like, president runs the government. Obviously, that's not true. But especially during the civil rights movement, I mean, we can think about right now and how many things the government hides up with the Black Lives Matter movement I'm not surprised at all that the government would try to hide up the assassination of JFK, especially if it was trying to promote these more human rights ideals at the time, you know? Yeah, and I wonder if that kind of plays into why Trump isn't releasing any of it either. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Racist, a racist, um, I don't know, like... Well... Uh, if we think about it, if we think about it right now, like imagine if the president right now was in a more democrat was like a democrat, and they were trying to promote the truth of what was going on in the world right now, and then the government was trying to shut that down. How that would look? They'd probably try to assassinate him. You know, like it. it Trump is now on the other side of it all, and trying to hide what's actually going on in like the public in the real world and so he can shut that shut that down as president but if the president was trying to promote the other side and trying to share the views of the people think about like the cia and the fbi and everyone who's involved yeah. in government trying to shut them down you know yeah it's like it's politics is just a legit business yeah. yeah it's all a business you just have to like follow the money and someone yeah in that assassination had all the money who was clearly opposing JFK. And probably LBJ. Right. Exactly. 
Yeah, but yeah. they're just like murders, like in politics. Like what? How do people get away with that? That's the thing. It's like we are so on the outskirts of it. We're so far removed that when we hear this stuff, it sounds so extreme. Like to think of the president being targeted and killed. But I, I feel like if you're really if you're on the inside of that, that's just like an everyday operation. Yeah. Not saying I, I, I don't know how I, not saying I believe in, in the assassination, but I totally believe in them fabricating evidence and covering it up and treating it like it's just an everyday case. Because yeah. it is to them. It's so weird to think about what, like, for example, what Trump knows. Like, what yeah. are the workings of his office that we just, have no access to, to every people the people who work for him know probably yeah. even more probably even more than trump knows that's so fucking crazy i i uh, i think about that all the time but to, you know what i don't think trump knows very much i think it's what layla said it's the people it's all of his advisors and his he's just upon minions yeah. Have you guys seen um, House of Cards? No. What? Both of you guys? Are you kidding me? Uh, I, I know. Think you know, know. Like, <laughs> I know you haven't. But you guys, fucking Idev and Polly, I come on. Um, I started watching it my freshman year of college, and I just, I, it, it was so, so like, if politics is anything. Like, as any degree as corrupt as they make it out to be in House of Cards. Like, oh, my God. It's so fucked. Like, I stopped watching I stopped watching it after the president. I think he was the president. Yeah. Or maybe he was the VP. After he killed the second person. I was like, what? <laughs> it's like. Uh, the- I know one scene where someone dies from carbon monoxide in the garage. Yeah. yeah. That's the first, that's the first one. And, and it's just like, it's just so fucking crazy that like, it's, it's so plausible, you know, like that could totally happen. Yeah. I'm with West Wing. It does happen. It does happen. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Well, have either of you guys watched West Wing? Uh-oh. Like no. absolute polar opposite of House of Cards. It's like filmed in early 2000s and it's about the president but it's like more sitcom and goofy and ridiculous people fucking love the West Wing West Wing is so good but yeah po- uh, politics is insane what do you guys believe? I don't know if I know who did it but I'm definitely thinking that the government was behind it and was at least trying to frame someone or trying to set something up and that they wanted JFK dead yeah Oswald's background is really interesting too. If you if you want to read that on Wikipedia or whatever, I just didn't go into it because it's a lot. But yeah, yeah, he was in the military. He's like pro communism, communist Russia. Really? Yeah, and like very involved in Russian CIA. What was it? What was the Russian KGB? Yeah, KGB. KGB. I love that shit. Oh. Carolina loves Russia. I love learning about the KGB. I am so happy that you did this episode and that I didn't have to do all that research. 
Yeah, and then I just feel like I didn't even do it justice. I mean, there's just so much. Yeah, there's you do. So you much. must know so much. Like, you just probably know so much more <laughs> than what you said, and you said so much, you know? Like, yeah, you did it justice just by doing it. I mean, like, I literally yeah. open up the Wikipedia and immediately exit out. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's so much. And then it's like, not even, like, then you go down to the links that Wikipedia takes their info from, and it's... <laughs> It's such a ra- it's such a dark rabbit hole. Wikipedia Wednesdays. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I want to do that. Wikipedia Wednesdays. Yeah. It'll be a spinoff podcast. We'll just we'll just read uh we'll just take turns reading a page of Wikipedia and we'll talk about it. That honestly sounds kind of nice. I would That's listen to it. It's yeah. really good podcasts. I yeah. would listen. To it. <laughs> okay, just to let's rebrand. Oh yeah, it's a spinoff. It's a second podcast. <laughs> Okay, we, we should discuss. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Get that pen, Julie, before I take it from you. Get it penned. We're gonna have to get the rights from Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, no, you you did do it justice though, because it's. I mean, maybe it's even a conspiracy. Why is there so much information in the first place? They don't want us to know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fucking up our brains. I literally, <laughs> I never would have done the research. Thank you for doing all of that. Like, I just would have gotten so discouraged from how much information there was. And there's still so much more, you know? We could do, like, 20 more episodes on this shit, yeah. probably. Yeah. People spend their lives on this. Yeah. And that's there's what Julie's so gonna do. Books. And that's why we've hired Julie to be... Yeah. <laughs> to be our... I'm gonna figure it out. ...full-time... I'm gonna get Kennedy, seriously, special guest. <laughs> 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 <laughs>